Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation. Second halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your host is Dr. Dan Critchett, and the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan is in the studio now, ready to begin today's discussion. Now, let's join your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. Is there a secret to a happy, fulfilling marriage? You know, you take two imperfect people and put them together, and what could possibly go wrong, right? Not only are they both imperfect, but by nature they are both self-centered. They want their needs to be met by the other person, and they basically want things to be done their way. Now you might be asking, how did you know about my spouse? But maybe you should be asking, how did you know that about me? So by the time we get to the second half of life, many of us haven't found that secret to a happy, fulfilling marriage and the marriage didn't survive. Is that you? If so, we've got some great insights for you today. If you're divorced or widowed and are thinking about trying again, you'll want to hear what the guests have uh, to share today. Or if you're currently married for the first time or the second or third time, stay tuned. If you apply what you hear in this show, you just may end up with a whole new marriage. Interested? The title of today's show is Keys to Making Marriage Work the Second Time Around. You are listening to Second Half Now, a radio show, podcast, and live events uniquely designed for the age 50 plus generation. This is where we discuss the things that are important to us in the second half of life. I want to welcome you to the discussion and invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and our mission is helping today's 50 plus American live a life that matters. In studio with me today are Gil and Brenda Stewart. They have a fabulous ministry called Restored and Remarried. And they have been through the ringer themselves personally. They say that in their previous marriages, they made all the mistakes that could be made. But something happened. They made some discoveries that changed everything. Now they themselves are restored and remarried, doing all they can to share their discoveries with the world. So today's show, again, is called Keys to Making Marriage Work the Second Time Around. Gail and Brenda, thank you so much for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Honored to be with you. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is not your first rodeo. You guys uh, have been on, I guess you would call a circuit. You've done a lot of these kinds of things, and we're going to talk about that because what I want our listeners to know is that you have experience, you have credentials, you've been there, you've lived through it, and you've been accepted and received uh, by the by the audience that you're trying to reach all across the country. So let's get into that. Uh, we I want to learn more about... Um, about Restored and Remarried, about your organization and your ministry and what exactly you do. But first of all, let's rewind and tell your own personal story. How did you get to where you are today? What happened? Ladies first. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> uh, I my first marriage was 19 years, and I have three boys. We were uh, involved in the church, and honestly, I never thought I'd be in this situation of being in a remarriage. I've always been passionate about marriage, but never thought I'd be talking about marriage on this side of the fence. So, yeah, that's that's my story. What's your story? Well, my first marriage was 24 years. 
uh, 20 of them were really pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The last four were miserable. They were really, really hard. We fought long and hard to try and save the marriage. Uh, and I thought a couple times we were going to pull out of it, but we, we didn't make it. And in my situation, pretty unique situation took place in that my first wife left me for another woman. And so that pretty much blew a hole in my mm -hmm. chest. And uh, the recovery uh, in my own life, as well as my own children, uh, was really difficult. We were in the church, but that doesn't mean that you are bulletproof. And so there was a great deal of restoration to be had, not only my own life, but my children as well. Yeah. So when I met Brenda, you know, there was a friendship. And actually, at that point in time, I didn't want anything to do with women at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only women that I talked Too to were my mom and my sister-in-law at the time. And that was yeah. about it. And maybe the women in the... The small group you know, when their husbands were around but anyhow that's kind of the backdrop i think some men listening are can relate to what you're saying because it you know pain makes us kind of retreat into ourselves and we just don't want to venture out we don't want to risk it again we don't want to go with that space anymore right and i've yeah. learned that actually the pain um, is placed to where the mystery of God's restoration takes place. Yes. We have to embrace the pain if we want to get better. Yeah. And that is the most contrary, counterintuitive thing to do as human beings is to embrace pain. But if we recall, the scripture says, pick up your cross and follow me. Yeah. My rendition is hug your porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, 19 years for you, Brenda, and 24, is it, Gil? 24. So doing some math, what's that? A lot of years. A lot of years. <laughs> Well, we have a we have a little thing in our our marriage referred to as restore. Uh, excuse me, we have a little thing in our marriage called uh, remarried math, and remarried math works this way: you take yeah. the number of children that you have together in, in a remarriage. In a remarriage, and uh -huh. so Brenda had three, I had four. So you take the four and three, and you get seven, yeah. and so you multiply that by however many years you've been married, and there you go, you get remarried math. We're coming up on 16 years, so seven times 16 is a lot of years. Yeah. yeah. And it feels that way sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yep. everything is so much more accelerated in oh, a remarriage. Yeah. Right, right. Well, you have all other peripheral people and relationships and dynamics and everything else. Oh, yeah. I mean, and they just keep accumulating, particularly as your kids grow up and they have, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends and spouses and mm -hmm. kids and all that kind of stuff. So what I really like about your, about even just the name, uh, there's a promise in the name of your ministry. It's not just remarried, here's how, it's restored. There has to be a res restoration that takes place in order for the next, the second marriage or th third, whatever mm -hmm. one it is, when the light goes on, uh, for that to be rewarding and successful and God-honoring. So right. that's that's fantastic. And so thank you very much, because I think people can really relate to, to what you're saying, because they can because if if a person is in uh, a troubled or a, or a stressful relationship now, or if they have been and now they're out of it and they don't know what to do next, and yet they're thinking, well, maybe maybe I can try it again, they can relate to what you're saying because you've been there, done that, and now you are blazing a new path. And for lots of lots of other people, we want to get into that too. Yeah, and our passion is marriage in general. I yes. want to make that clear too. We're not here at all to say if you're in a first time marriage and things are not going well, divorce and get remarried because it's going to be so much easier that's not our message right. we are sold right. out 100 percent first time marriage god the way god at, wanted it to be is you are married to that one person your whole life yes that is the ideal but we know unfortunately statistics and culture that that's not always true mm -hmm. so because the remarriage is so much harder than a first time marriage our goal is to stop re-divorce because when you read when you divorce the second time it's not just about you, it's about the kids. Oh my, yeah. 
Right. Yeah. So what you're saying is the principles we're going to talk about, because that's what we want to get to in this episode, uh, they work best, I guess you would say, in the first marriage. Yes. And if you have these things in mind and even leading up to the marriage, you know, through the courtship and the dating and the engagement and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you be, begin to lay some of these foundations down into your relationship at the from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But if you missed all that and you're in the middle of a marriage now, even your first marriage, you can still learn and adopt these kinds of things that we're going to get to. I keep pointing on my page here. We're getting down there. Uh, <laughs> well, I, love what, I love what you said right at, from the get-go is that, you know, we can be so selfish in in our humanness. Yeah. And I think that's the main reason divorces happen is yes. flat-out selfishness. Right. And right. if we can address that, no matter where you're at, if you've been married one year or 50 years, where can you regroup and be un- and be selfless? Right. Well, to your point, Dr., um, remarriage, I mean, marriage is marriage. It's hard enough even when you're doing it well. Remarriage has different wrinkles. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about a few of the different wrinkles. You know, because the nature of commitment, loyalty, trust, and actually just kind of enjoying one another's company, the friendship, that's really foundational. When you add in the component of our faith in Christ, now we have even deeper shared meaning in our faith. And fortunately, that is the foundation of the love that Christ has for the church and is a depiction of what true marriage is. So I think it's that place of word that's where you begin. That's the foundation. Trust, commitment, you know, and and actually enjoying one another's company <laughs> and nurturing that friendship over and over again just as we nurture our love for Christ. Yeah. It's an ongoing process. It never ends. And sometimes we have misunderstanding, but when you roll it into remarriage, you've got all kinds of different complications because there's more people involved, not just you and, you know, that really good-looking girl across the the way here. You want to say something more about that? About the good-looking girl? Yeah, because I'm looking at you. (laughs) So um, I guess what I I want to uh, say that probably, and you can confirm this, that what you have learned and how you have applied these new principles have uh, made gold star differences in your relationship. And it's not just you have a better marriage, but you are deeper and more profoundly connected uh, as as human beings in the midst of our brokenness, because we're all broken. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, if you're looking for to get married for that perfect person, forget it. Mm-hmm. It's, it ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, you're there. So that's a good equation <laughs> that, you know, it's not going to be perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> So um, tell me a little bit about the work of Restored and Remarriage. You want to kind of frame this in terms of your, your work, what you are committed to, passionate about, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll get into some of the deeper things. Well, I think uh, Restored and Remarried was created out of our pain, basically. Yeah. 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 I know as, as I was going through my divorce and those, you know, that time of being single and um, crying out to the Lord, it's like, I don't want my pain to be wasted. Mm. And then as Gil and I got together and we were trying to navigate through this you know, step family thing, there were no resources up here in the Northwest. We actually had to get on a plane and go see Ron Deal, who is with Family Life now, um, who's like the national, international guru of step families. Although he's not in one, he has incredible material. and Great research. And because of our relationship, we've been able to do a lot with Family Life interviews. We've been on the cruise, and uh, they have a step family summit every year that we speak at that is just very supportive of the church helping, you know, uh, step families because the church 
so many step families that we talk to have left the church because of mm-hmm. the way right. the churches don't know what to do. So what a great mission field for the church to reach out to these step families. Absolutely. You know. So I think the other thing too foundational to the to why Restored and Remarried began was because we needed restoration, which was found through an act of forgiveness but not an act of forgiveness that we ran into just willy-nilly. It was like, no, there was, there was carnage. And the ability to find a, a heart of restoration began at the foundation of forgiveness. So that when God put us together, it was a nature of, well, what are we experiencing? Because you know, we couldn't find anything. So I, had a, I have a way of writing things down. And so I began to write things down and we would talk about it and we would begin to go, oh yeah, that's what I'm feeling. And okay, let's write that down. Because if I can name the pain, I have a better chance of taming it. Uh, and for most men, and I think women as well, is if you don't know what you're fighting, how are you going to beat it? Right. And so we began to write those things down and we started sharing it with other couples. And then the, a seminar and small group started. And then, then the next thing, somebody goes, you know, you really ought to write a book. And we're going, uh, okay, I guess so. And then we went on to a workbook and then it turned into a DVD. And then the interviews and different things like that have allowed us the opportunity to, as I call it, fight for hearts. Yes. Because it's that place of how do we find it foundationally, you know, as Brenda said, re, re-prevent, that's such a word, prevent, re-divorce. And so that's kind of the foundation is it grew out of our story and people began to resonate with some of the terminology. I mean, you mentioned uh, Ron Deal and we, we met with uh, Les and Leslie Parrott. Again, great, great speakers, resources, but not living it. And I think that was one of the things that you know, Ron really said to us was, is, hey, there's some things you guys can say because you're living it. You have dirt under the fingernails. It's mm-hmm. not just research. You're speaking to it out of your gut-wrenching pain. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you're giving hope from the restoration yes. of what God can really do if you allow him. And that means, again, you got to hug your porcupine. And I guess you did the book and the workbook and the DVD because they're sitting on the table right in front of me here. <laughs> So, and I'm uh, wanting to make those available or tell people about that uh, as we move along here. So, um, you say that there are 72, I don't know who counted them, but 72 differences between marriage and remarriage. And we want to hear about those right after the break. Don't go away, folks. We'll be right back. Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Looking for a new home that is affordable, well-built, and only 18 minutes from downtown Portland, then you've got to see the Brunswick Commons condominiums. These great new townhomes are located in the Gateway area and will be completed by November 1st, 2018. Selling for $299.9 with income guidelines for purchase, each home has three bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. These sturdy and attractive homes are built by Vic Construction Company, an Oregon builder with over 20 years' experience. And at this price, they won't stay on the market for long. For more information, please call Morgan Davis Homes at 503-748-8200. That's 503-748-8200. 
If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503-607-4216. properties. It's not just your house, it's your home. You have heard from a few of our sponsors, and we are so grateful that they're able to provide this show for you and for everybody. We also want to mention some other of our great sponsors. We have Bob Lum who is my personal insurance guy, and his tagline is integrity and service for all your insurance needs. We have um, Jackie B. Peterson with Better, Smarter, Richer. Do what you love and earn an income doing it. And thank you to Carmen Farmer, Enjoyment Coach for Retirees Who Want More Fun and Fulfillment. And then we have Jay Tompkins, Products and Strategies for Anti-Aging and Wellness. And uh, so, again, we want to give a big thank you to them. And you can find all of our sponsors on our website. You go to secondhalfnow.com and hit the uh, up on the top. You'll find the Network tab, and you um, click on that. And then we have clickable logos, and uh, you can go directly to their website and contact information. I really want to encourage you to give them a shot, give them a try. Uh, We don't sell anything on this show or ask for donations. Our sponsors are the ones that provide it and make it available to you. So, do check them out, secondfnow.com, and go to the Network tab. We are talking to Brenda and Gil Stewart, Restored and Remarried. They are actively helping people discover and apply some key principles to a happy, fulfilling marriage. And the name of this episode is Keys to Making Marriage Work the Second Time Around. So we're going to get right back to where we left off, 72 differences between marriage and remarriage. Let's uh, just take a minute or so and just to kind of illustrate how remarkable some of these distinctive differences are. Wow, where to begin? Well, to give you an example of a few, a first-time marriage doesn't need to worry about uh, the idea of... of, um, trust between each other in the sense of, are you going anywhere? Um, Have I been betrayed? Now that can happen in first time marriages, but second time marriage, you know, if I was abandoned before and Gail, you were abandoned before, how, how do I know that I'm not going to be abandoned again? Mm, So that's, that's a reoccurring. So the trust needs to be rebuilt between each other. First time marriage doesn't need to deal with uh, loyalties to kids. You know, are my kids going to like my their new stepmom more than me? And that can bring up some insecurities. Are my kids going to like your kids? Are my kids going to even like you <laughs> as their stepdad? You know, you don't have first time marriages. That's yeah. not that's not even on their radar. Yeah. You know, financially, who's going to buy the soccer shoes? Is it this house or the other house? And then you can even play that out into inheritance. And, you know, who's going to pay for college? We've got a new family here, but the original family systems are still in place. So especially around the holidays, that gets very convoluted. You know, what's the parenting plan? Who's got the kids on what what days, what times? Yeah, it gets very complicated. First-time marriages don't need to deal with that. Right. And that was about five of them. There yeah. are, you know, 67 or 68 67 more. different types of step families. Yeah. yeah, and 72 differences. Yeah. Right. 
I think one of the things, too, that is really important in a second-time marriage, especially to your point of finances, Brenda, is this one of the things that we did shortly after we were married was sat down with an attorney and got that all straightened out right out of the chute so mm-hmm. that there is no question, mm-hmm. let alone, I mean, even in first-time intact marriage, marriages and families, you know, when someone passes away, holy smokes, that can be a mess, but you multiply that by 20, I think, in, in a remarriage. So that's kind of a big deal of it. You know, and back to your point too, another thing is, is how does the family, how does the marriage navigate those things when the kids are pulling us mm-hmm. and our loyalties are to our children and that puts the strain on the marriage? I mean, in a first time marriage, the kids learn how to divide and conquer. <laughs> <laughs> but in a second time marriage, it's not divide and conquer, it's divide and devastate. Mm-hmm. Because now the foundation of our marriage is getting pulled in and can actually not have the strength that it needs for the sake of the entire family. Because one of the key things that we state is is that if you ain't got the marriage... You ain't got nothing. Mm. And that's not to put down somebody who's gone through, you know, and doesn't have a good marriage in the first time marriage. But we realize that the foundation for the family is the, the strength of our marriage. And we have to be really, really cognizant of protecting what the bond is all about. And you have to be conscious and uh, intentional. All about the time. Every, yeah, every step. And so All I want to make sure that uh, people hear this. Uh, RestoredAndRemarried.com. Is it mm-hmm. .com? Yes. Okay. Uh, you can see videos. Uh, you can see interviews. You can see the resources, the book, the workbook, uh, the DVD, and other things. And I want to throw in real quickly here that one of your things that you like to foster and encourage and help with is the establishment of small groups. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if if you're listening and you're a part of a church or if you're a pastor or a ministry leader, you want to get a hold of these kinds of materials because this is how you can serve the needs of your divorced and your remarried and your blendeds and all of that. And uh, you know, excellent, excellent resources. So We even actually invite single parents to our uh, seminars and workshops because uh, a lot of times single parents may want to get into another relationship right. and what better way to be proactive to get ahead of the curve and say, okay, what am I going to be walking into? Right. What do I need to be aware of? Where do I need to grow? Yeah. Am I ready before I go into a new relationship? Yeah. How do I prepare? Yeah. Right. And there's a golden nugget here that I want to get into because our time, unfortunately, is uh, evaporating. And that is, uh, we all know that uh, communication is uh, important in a marriage, but you say that there's something even more important and more effective than communication as as a as a fundamental core of a relationship right so as as couples come in and and we work with them not only as counselor coach uh i'm a counselor brenda's a a coach people will come in inevitably and say we have a communication problem i'm going "Mm, yeah maybe uh so you, you know we can figure out who's picking up the kids and dropping off this and picking up the groceries blah 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 that's communication at the head level mm-hmm. we can get into the issue of left brain right brain but when you really get down to it even recent studies talk about you know just reading an uh, an article yesterday from the Institute of Family Studies by Scott Stanley and it's the place of we may have great communication we may have super understanding there might even be some enjoyment but what's lacking is connection People are talking about facts and figures and this and that in our crazy, fast-paced world. And along goes the thing that we're talking about a detail, and one person's in their head and the other person's in their heart. Mm. And there is a disconnect. Is that learnable? It is learnable because there's all kinds of resources and just the fact that you would commit yourself to learn how to be empathetic. Mm. We get so tied up, I think, with our stuff that we actually miss 
one another's hearts. One of the most important questions I ask as a counselor to people is this, are you gentle with your own heart? Mm. And if you're not, a good chance is you're not being gentle with others. Mm. So if you're not being gentle, graceful, you know, easy, not that you give yourself a pass, but that place of saying, when I'm getting a, a detail message from Brenda and I want to go to problem solving first thing and I haven't heard the emotion, mm. then I've missed her completely. Yeah. And then there's that emotional void in her that she's looking to me for comfort, understanding, and I haven't given it to her. That's disconnection. Is that stuff covered in your material, in your book? And um, yeah, you know, I think this has been more of a revelation the last okay. couple of years yeah. for us. Okay. So, I mean, we have a free podcast and on our YouTube station, we talk about this a lot now because we've really, as we work with couples, we see the aha moments when they drop from their head to the heart. And I love what Gil's new word is because Gil comes up with new words all the time is he calls it connectication. Oh, so it's connecting okay. like and communicating that. at the same time. Yeah, get your head and your heart together. Your behavior will change. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's another rendition of that, but I won't do that on the air. Keys <laughs> to making marriage work the second time around. Gil and Brenda, thank you so much for coming in today. And I wish we had more time. Can you come back for more? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure, Excellent. Sure. Okay. Thank you so thank much. You. Sweet. If you have questions about today's topic, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, listener or Mr. or Ms., uh, have suggestions or other topics or guests, then uh, let us know, secondhalfnow.com. Uh, find us, uh, put out the, uh, we have a contact form there. You can click on that and uh, send us suggestions or questions and anything. Or if you want to get in touch with uh, Gil and Brenda, you want to go to restoredandremarried.com. Thank you for listening today. This is Second Half Now, helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. We're checking out. Goodbye for now. You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action. Step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.